Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Voices in Your Head. I'm your host, Aaron Rosen, with my co-host, Ian Amandrew. Hey Aaron, you're a little musical in your voice there, a little uh, lilt. Well, you know. I don't know if it was music as as opposed to being haunted and a little spooky. Oh, you're getting sp- Halloween spooky. I, I'm spooked. Well, I mean, do you hear this? You hear that? Oh, those are footsteps. Creaking, creaking of the floor. Yeah, those floor are board. footsteps. I gotta say, guys, I'm a little spooked because Stranger Things Season 2 is coming at you. Hotter than a hot potato. You're spooked because it's coming at us directly. It's coming at you guys. I'm very fearful for you guys. I don't have an actual Netflix account, so does that count too? Is it still? Oh, you're in even more danger okay, now. Okay, cool. Good, 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 good. I did see that Big Mouth show you talked about. Uh, we were just talking about that before. With you Crow came. and Mulaney. Oh, all right. Did, did we you? talk about it together? You know, me, me and Aaron were just talking. About we were literally it. just talking about it before uh, you came in. Because we hang out sometimes without you. Yeah. So uh, oh. I'll let you know about that. Oh, maybe I just imagine. That I did talk to. No, you know what? Um, we we did. I think we did mention it on on a Brooklyn, Brooklyn Rebound, Rebound podcast. podcast. What a great show to listen to. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Plug. yeah, that's a plug. It's not a gulp. It's, that's a plug. Adding one in or yeah. we'll do gulps later. But yeah. yeah, it's a big gulp. Uh, what about Big Mouth, though, you know. Oh, it was it was fucking fantastic. I thought <laughs> Drew feels otherwise. About no, it. I, I need to watch more. I only saw the first couple episodes. I was a little tonally. I was a little thrown off. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I I agree with that. And uh, I felt that it was hard to pin. Uh, a proper tone on what they're I mean obviously it's comedic but they were going through a lot of uh, changes would you say changes yeah. and also I saw American Vandal right before that I don't know what American yeah, Vandal is that oh my god you guys haven't heard about it no seriously it's no, I don't. it's like serial and how to make a murderer but it has to do with a kid spraying dicks on teachers' parking lots, <laughs> teachers' cars in the parking lot. You would exceptionally oh, love it as a teacher. As a teacher, <laughs> has anyone drew a dick on your car? Can't say I have. Okay, I, have that. <laughs> I thought you were saying he's gonna love it because he loves. He just loves spray love, painted dicks. I love spray painted dicks too. I'm well, I mean, that's everyone's hobby. Every every now and then, you well, just have to. That's like the new Banksy, <laughs> right? <laughs> the American Banksy, of course. Um, is the premise like? Oh, you said like serious. Like they don't know who it is, and they're trying to do like a whole deal. Investigation. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you break down the original serial where, uh, unfortunately, that woman got murdered. It's like, at the time of Tuesday afternoon, how did someone spray 12 dicks in a parking lot and then go back to this place? Does he have an alibi? Like, all those things. It was done by a student reporter within the uh, oh. high school. So, so an acting play. This is all a, a fictional show, right? I watched it, so it was pretty real to me. I'm not making this up. Guys. No, I know, but I'm saying, is it a fictional it, yeah. comedy show, or is it like, hey, this is really happening in some high school? I, doing you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm going to let you decide whether it's real or not, okay? Well, I'm just going to decide right now, since you're letting me, I'm going to say it is real. Okay, good. I like that. I heard someone say Israel. Now, I have the. I have some real estate there. It's a wonderful place. Oh, well, sorry, sir. Uh, that just walked in the studio. I, I, so I, walking? I it's not so walking. It's just call me Chris walking. Oh, no. I, oh, oh, what's up, Chris walking? No, I meant uh, to say that sir, what, I, what, I, what happened was I was talking about a, ne- a Netflix show with my friend Inam here. Padnam. Padnam. Yeah. I don't know. You might have heard of him. And uh, he was trying to convince me this, this show is real and then so I said, it's not real, or it is real, not, not that it's Israel, the country. Okay, well, Tel Aviv, wow, let me tell you, what a great 
what a great party place. This, uh, no, I, his name's Anam, not Aviv. Okay, well, you know. I gotta tell him that. Jerusalem is an incredible place. If you ever get the chance. So fascinating. By the way, guys, I brought Christopher Walker oh, on today. Oh, 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 so yeah, you, I was. Just I was that, that blank stare on my face was. Not, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> he's you know? he's our guest for today. Oh, hey, hey, Mister Walker. Oh, it's, uh, it's quite a familiar to be here. I, f- I feel like we've we've met each other. Well, now that you mention it, Mister Walker, I do feel like this is starting to get familiar for me too. But but Anam being here doesn't feel right with you two together with me because I. F- were you... Did, did we meet before? Maybe separately, privately? Maybe a lifetime ago. So many things happen. Uh, but whose lifetime? I wonder. You know, it's so hard to really figure these things out. It's so difficult. The mind is a precious gem. Wait a minute. I think mine's starting to click and work a little bit more. Operate over here. Because now I'm, I'm starting to remember. This was a, maybe a couple of years ago because you were campaigning for Trump at the time. Then I convinced you that that was a bad way to go, or I don't know, maybe Alan Rickman or someone convinced you. The ghost of Alan Rickman, sure. Yeah, I think it was a little bit. Oh, no, the body of Alan Rickman the, at the time. It was, it was, this was a couple years ago. He, it was the physi- he was the physical embodiment. It was not an ethereal. And then he died like a week later. I think. He died shortly it was very after. Spooked. It was, it was, you know, I, I think he might have died because he was so spooked at what happened when. Me and you, Chris Walken, uh, po- bonked Trump over the head with a shovel. What? What? We comped him, bonked him. We I don't know. Him. Yeah. Wait, well, they both worked. Guys, 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 wait a minute. This is like news to me. Are you guys saying that you're responsible for the death of Alan Rickman? Well, not like, cool. like, 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 like Padre said, I was not in this room, so therefore, solely Padre and Christopher Walken would be. I think he was addressing the two of us now. Oh. You know, souls are incredible things. They never quite move on from beyond. So, uh, Have you talked to, spoken to Ghost uh, Rickman? Because actually, we, we convened with him a while ago. Ghost Alan Rickman. You used that Ouija board. You know, right. well, I, did, I did. And he came to me on Christmas. Of all holidays. It was a spooky night. He decided he didn't want to come to me on Halloween. He thought Christmas... Would be a more appropriate time. Maybe because he was the, the star of Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. <laughs> That's a great point, uh, Drew. I didn't think that that was... Uh, yeah, you know, that is makes that, sense. Is that the... Uh, Chris Rogan, have you seen that? Do you know any quotes from that movie that you can, you know, Di- reference? Die Hard, yes. sure, yeah. Uh, what, let me get into character. Let me think here. I wonder what character he's going to do. Uh, ho! Ho, ho! Now... I have a machine gun. Okay, so that's what it says on the guy's shirt, so, which no one actually is. Nobody, so nobody reads. I just, I just. That should bring you in to, to read all the words that are just on the screen. Well, fun fact: I read that line for the blind impaired, for the blind, because you know they have the audio to narrate what happens. I actually did. I voiced. I dubbed that line. It says there's a... Oh, you're responsible for that. I, I dubbed that. That's how... Oh, for the dub. That's why I know that line, I delivered it with such fidelity. Well, it was pretty... It didn't sound like the first time you ever did that one, so I'm not, not surprised. <laughs> well, we must have a, a, a open-door policy today, because you uh, you just walked in, Chris Walken. <laughs> now Pod Lewis walked in the... Pod Lewis! Well. Hey! 
Now, obviously, Robin Williams is dead, but are his character still alive? Like, is Peter Pan is still alive? Peter Pan is invincible. Peter Pan never ages. No. Yeah. Although, well, that, by the way, Chris Walken, didn't weren't you in Peter Pan, like a musical version or something, re- fairly recently? Uh, I'm. Wait, let me fact check that. Yeah, I, think no, it was a, I think it was a musical porno. Uh, a musical porn parody. A musical porn parody. All I got is you're born in Queens and your political views. Whoa! Hey, <laughs> hey! You're talking about my home. A story where you lay your bed. Uh, That's what Castor and Pot is. Yeah, true. and you reside in Wilton, Connecticut, and you went to oh, Hofstra. I did University. it. From Wilton That's a good school. Short time. It's uh, it was great school. You know, I. <laughs> What were you going to say? Well, I looked up your political views, and it literally just said, Walking endorsed President Barack Obama for re-election. You picked the winner that's, that's all. That's your only... And got him board for number two. And you're like, <laughs> Here's the thing. He's one for one. He's one for one political endorsement. And you know, I don't want to change it. I'm never going for anyone else. 100% success rate in politics. You can't, you cannot, you cannot, you can't top that. It's just, you can't top it. But before, well, the story I was getting into before you arrived, Pablo, was when me and Chris got together a couple of years ago, and you actually seemed to be endorsing Trump at that time. Then you flip-flopped, and we hit him over the head with a shovel, buried him, just to catch the listeners up who might not have heard that episode. <laughs> but then Trump somehow survived that, and... Uh, became president. Right. Well, you know, he had some really strong campaign messages and I said, why not go for why not go for this guy? I'll try him out, you know. But then I realized I have a one hundred percent success rate with who I've endorsed. Since two thousand. Well you would still have it because he did win win so Well I didn't want to take that chance. I'm not a I'm not a gambling man. Yeah. I'm not I'm a family man. Well how do you think you survived this being buried alive by us anyway though? Because it he, he's kind of like a goldfish. He doesn't remember. He didn't really seem completely remember last time when I saw him. But well, why, don't, why don't we focus on the? You know, Padre, this is really not working out. Christopher Walken. I don't have a history with this guy. Oh, my uh, long explanation of a, of a past <laughs> event. Yeah, yeah. And Palu just came in. It doesn't really feel inclusive. You know what? I was thinking we should just start our show that we typically do. You know, a brand new show that oh, we we're talking. Oh, you, you know want to do a new show? That, that's kind of selfish. So if, if oh yeah, Aaron, we can't just. Gonna kick you out and just do our No, show fuck it. I'm done. I'm out. Well, I'm out of here. All right. Well, I I have an idea. Since Pablo is on, I was thinking of honoring him by oh, making Chris. this the Mambo number five hour. One, two, three, four, five. Have a nice day, assholes. Oh, yeah. Bye. I thought that's, you left there. That's uh, uh, Lou Vega, right? Yeah. Oh, Lou Vega, I think. Lou Vega. Yeah, there's only Lou. Is I he know. dead? I don't know. I don't no know. one knows. He was in a commercial not too long ago. Yeah, I, I think assume he's, he's dead. Yet. You know, what oh, about... Okay. I want to know, what about Rutabaga? Uh, he's dead. <laughs> Lou Rutabaga? Lou Rutabaga. Yeah, yeah, Ruta yeah, is yeah, dead. Yeah. Lou, we don't know. Yeah. All right. I think that and Louis Anderson are the only ones that I know that are Lou, right? Uh, Louis Anderson is still doing... alive in the comedy yes, world. Yeah. Are we doing a Lou cast? That's your No, we're doing a Mambo number five. So okay. I was thinking of just talking about, you know, uh, what five things are most important to you right now. Oh. And in terms of music. So it's or not going to be like we're asking our guests if they've no, gotten no. a little bit I mean, of you Monica can count, or who they You can count things on, on one hand, like 
I mean, what are you into right well, now? You could count it across two hands. You could do three fingers on one hand, two on the other. But that's just too many hands. The same well, that's the little way to do things. So <laughs> that's the little way to do something. Probably bigger as well. I mean, it, what is the actual dance? I forgot. It, I know dance? that a mambo number five. Was it dance? I don't think it was like the macarena where there was like an associated right, dance yeah. with it. I don't think there was a dance. But mambo is a type of dance in general, right. I guess. What happened to number one, two, and three? Though? They just weren't hits. They were on the album. They were not hits. Yeah, yeah. The producers like, yeah, yeah let's yeah. let's leave five as the. You know, I know. Excuse, you know. Oh, sorry. I did a really, yeah. I did a really cool song uh, with Fat Boy Slim. That's right. You're in the, the video. You're, you're in the video. I was, yeah. the, I, I, I had that dance where I was in the air. You did your own stunts during that video. I did my too. own. It was, it was what a wild time. Jackie Chan is always on stunts. He's a great guy. I think I was... Was I in a movie with him? I don't know. I don't remember. I remember. You so many, movies, I was in so many films. I'll, I'll fact check that. So right. many films. Wait, did you replace Chris Tucker in Rush Hour 3? I, I did. I did. Okay, so that was the one you remember. They, that's the best one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's pretty good. They CGI'd me to look a little bit like him in the director's cut. So a little walking in a blackface. CGI blackface. Blackface walking is oh, what they gosh. called me on set. Wow. That's a little... Yeah, over the top there. You should be ashamed of people walking. Shame on you. Unless I, they tricked you and they didn't, you, know, and you didn't know they were talking about it. Was, it, was, it was a social experiment. No, I'm not going to Jamie Kennedy <laughs> made a social experiment. Oh, well, that is true. Jamie Can- Kennedy did do a lot of racist stuff in comedy before, too. But, you know, I was thinking, I'm not going to defend Christopher Walken what he just said, guys, but I feel like because of today's climate and, and whatnot, and that being able to be fascist, say far right things, hail Hitler and all that stuff. Christopher Walken, have you been affected by this? You know, the climate is getting really hot. I think I think it's important to note to listeners right now, he is holding a tiki torch as he answers this question. And my white hood and my blanket, which are combined in one. It's a snuggie. It's a snuggie. My pointed snuggie. Your point top snuggie. My point top snuggie. Keeps me so warm. Yeah, I mean, the torch too, probably. And the torch keeps me even warmer. It is 65 degrees out right well, now, and you're wearing a fleeced white hooded snuggie. And I, <laughs> it's nice that they got a fleece in the hood for it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it gets uh, gets kind of uh, cold. So, do you want to reveal anything, uh, Mr. Walken, that why you're actually been saying all this racist stuff in the past two minutes? Well, you know. <laughs> I told you I'm not really a gambling man. I don't gamble. It's not what I do. It's not who I am. That's not what I do. But <laughs> that explains it. Then. But <laughs> oh, recently, I was approached by an important man, so important, and he told me he said, "Chris, you know, I need some elite celebrities. I need top-ranking guys like Ted Nugent, Scott, Scott Bio." Scott Bio. Scott Bio. Sound Scott familiar, Bile. like something that happened to me a couple Wait. years ago. I'm having deja vu right now. The third Baldwin. Uh, who, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Even, who, that has guy. The, who has the uh, hot Baldwin daughter? I think it's Haley. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Somebody said hot daughter. And my radar went off. <laughs> yeah, they said Baldwin in between. That doesn't trigger you. Well, <laughs> when they said Baldwin, they, you know, i got to be honest. But they said Baldwin, that was what really set me up because I am bald and I am winning. Okay. This is a yep. toupee and I'm doing so. Wow, well. that's a really revealing thing. Um, I thought Jimmy Fallon really dug in there and, and proved that it wasn't a toupee. <laughs> you, you, you pulled one over on him? Well, I super glued it on my head before. <laughs> 
he, he, he told me, he said, he said, you know, Daddy, I'm going to give that thing such a yank for the, for the fans. And I said, James, don't you dare. If you're going to do it, let me see my stylist. And she said, don't worry, I'll super glue it. I said, wait a minute. You can't do that until I get a little squeeze down there. And I had to check to make she sure the goods were good. Wait, and did she squeeze you or did you squeeze her? Because I feel like your thing is squeezing her. I, sque- I squeezed her. And let me tell you, it was like an albacore that was shoved into a vat of petroleum jelly, then deep fried, then coated with coconut oil. And my hand got lost. It got lost. And I was late for the performance. I got lost. That was graphic. Yeah, that was it was definitely graphic. Well, thanks again, Podshamp, for ruining another creative hour. That uh, the Vubega number top five. five. We didn't even get to number one. No, we, we didn't. never even got to. But Podlu, uh, if you haven't known already, this is uh, Pod Trump. Being uh, an a-hole and taking over our, our podcast every week. Well, you know, i got to be consistent because I never flake. And speaking of flake, and speaking of flake, Jeff Flake, that Arizona senator, whatever is needed, he's so spineless. So Brave sp- guy. Brave guy standing up, huh? So spineless. He's, he's such a coward. He, he quit on his people. If, he, if this were the time of Braveheart, he would have had a, short, a sword shoved right through him. I mean, he didn't quit, though. He, he's still a senator. He's a quitter because he's leaving the people that need him the most. He's, he's leaving in a year and a half, though. He's, he's going to... He's just retired. He's abandoning ship at a glacial pace. Okay, all right. That's, that's one way to interpret that. <laughs> you have a lot of trouble with these Arizona senators. It seems like pot drunk. I don't know why. Not your state. I don't know why. Well, I said I said it on the news. Arizona loves me, so it's okay if he goes. I got so much support in Arizona. They love me so much. We really, we have so many incredible supporters in Arizona. They really love so me. So, guys, I, I'm doing a little research, uh, reading my... Is that Atlantic, Mad Magazine? It's Atlantic, actually, but... Uh, and this is actually a, a real photo of Jeff Flake right here. It's a big uh, head on, on Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's him at one of his uh, assembly halls where he was actually dealing with a... An actual chicken, a guy in a trucker hat, a woman who does not like walls, and then I think that's John Lovitz. I'm not not entirely sure. <laughs> but His neck's not looking too good. Yeah, I, I think that's the critic, John Lovitz. And you think that's an actual chicken, the first one you pointed to? Uh, it's, a, it's a human size. I mean, I'm looking at it upside down. Is, is it not? What, that looks like the family guy chicken that always fights Peter. Wow. That's true. Up, I didn't know you watched anything other than... Well, you uh, must listen to our, our great show, Voices in Your Head, because Seth MacFarlane was on talking about it. Well, know. sometimes, you know, I jump between the podcasts that I take over, so... I gave it a listen. Was not impressed. So terrible. Zero out of five stars. You're getting so, a lot of heat from uh, Flake and Corker. These guys are coming at you. Corker, another... Uh, he's, a, he's a Republican great senator. Names. Great names. It was a real Corker. Yeah, was he like. really corked me, and he really flaked on me. You know, the names couldn't be more appropriate. Yeah, that is a pretty good point. They're, co- they're coming at me from left and right. My enemies. Who knew I had so many enemies? And like Julius Caesar, they're going to stab me behind the in the front of the chest. Stab me in the front of the chest. The front of the chest. That's, usually that's how it happened, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that how you mean like in front of like a big old wooden chest? In front of that. Exactly. Okay, now it makes sense. My grand treasure chest that I like to... Well, you know, I, I like to play contortionist sex roles with Ivanka, and I, I kind of curl her up in a little ball. I throw her in the chest. I said, Daddy's going away for a while. <laughs> wow, that's really dark. You lock her in the chest. That's super dark. Well, I heard 
somewhere it builds character. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Ivanka. Look how Donald turned out. Donald Jr. Donald Donald Jr. The apple of my eye. <laughs> I thought I thought how Kush was. The fruit Bubblegum Kush has not been doing so well. Bubblegum Kush he needs to step up his game in being quiet. <laughs> he needs to be more quiet. Sounds so. like he might get locked in the chest yeah. at some point. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I went I I went to Hollywood, a disgusting place, by the way, I hate that place, but I said, listen, I need some dangerous equipment, so I went on the set in one of those little locker rooms where they have old set equipment, and I grabbed the chokey from Matilda, and <laughs> now I'm going to use that for a podcast if he opens his mouth one more time. Interesting. You're not going to make him eat like a, I guess it wouldn't make sense to make him eat like a, a giant Like Bruce Bogtrotter. I'm not going to eat all that cake. That's for that's for Daddy. Oh, that's for Daddy. That's, that's for Daddy. <laughs> It's like the movie Jawbreaker. They put the Jawbreaker in her mouth in the beginning. I know what you're talking dying. about. Was that Christina Ricci that was it in that one? Been, yeah, it might have been. You know, I love film. I love movies so yeah, much. Apart from Norman, mostly talk. 80% movie talk on this podcast when he interrupts. It's roughly 80%. I make references to movies and how they relate to real well, life. Well, speaking of movies, uh, today at the presser, uh, I'm reading this. What presser? The White House presser with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Such a beautiful, smart woman. Uh, she responded to uh, a dossier, <laughs> which you know of. What about Dossie B? Dossie B is actually the PP tape. That's what. what. Wouldn't that be Dossie P? That would be Dossie P. But Dossie A through Z. I want to hear them all. Well, one of the reporters asked what she thought of what the administration thought of this PP tape in the dossier. And, Fake news. And Sarah Sanders, if I believe, quoted, uh, "It's dumb and dumber." She quoted the 1996. <laughs> that's a great movie. Uh, well, that's classic not a movie. movie. That's, that's, that's not a quote from the movie, though. It's dumb and dumb. Right, she's referencing the title of the movie. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Right. No, she was quoted. I quoted her. Right. You're quoting her, quoting the name of the yeah. Yes. Yes. With Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. No, who also know. plays uh, a figure of. Washington. He played Washington, and, you know, it was such a tremendous portrayal. And I wonder, I, I wonder, when are they going to tear down that statue next to tearing down all these statues? It's so sad. I wonder, you know, first it's Franklin. <laughs> then it's Frank- Frederick Douglass. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, right. Then it's Martin Luther King. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're, okay. you're naming what in order right now? All these important yeah. American figures, you know. <laughs> then it's going to be uh, Molly Pitcher. They tore down her statue, didn't they? <laughs> By the way, Chris Walkie, now you've been pretty quiet, but have, have you ever played a president in any film? I've just been enjoying the show. Well, I mean, you guys didn't really smooth out the beef here. Chris Walkie, you hit... Whoa, 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 hey, whoa. Sorry. You're talking, to, you're talking to my guy all wrong, so wrong time. I just want to I want to put a little safety uh, rope here uh, protecting Pablo. We are going to use rope, I'll tell you. We're going to use rope to hang the hell out of those ISIS people. We're going to do it old school. We're going to send a message. You know, the French, they have... Guillotines until the 1970s. The 1970s, when porn was on the rise, because they had the French, (laughs) they had the French porn. They didn't care anymore. They didn't need to say heads getting chopped off. They wanted to see heads going in vaginal crevices. And so the guillotine was done with. You're drawing a direct line of connection from <laughs> la guillotine to pornography. Yeah, I see it. Popularity. I see it. it's a pretty clear through line. Okay. And they created a device called the piatine, which I may or may not have used. On that drops piece. a penis right into your mouth. Oh, got it. Not a pee, it's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually gives you head instead of taking off your head. <laughs> exactly. He understands. He understands so well. 
And you're going to use this on ISIS prisoners, this piatine? <laughs> we are going to give them mandatory blowjobs with bacon wrapped around the heads of oh, unchopped uh, penises. And they won't be a virgin, so that they won't, really they won't. upset them. So they, they will be very upset about that. Let me tell you, when we put those dicks in their mouths... Oh, they're getting... They're giving the... They're getting... They are the recipients of blow... No, wait a minute. <laughs> well, that's what I thought you initially meant, but now you're, you're saying they're going to be giving out the... Which is... They are giving blow jobs. Okay. How are you going to enforce that? They do that? We capture them. We get... Wait, you've already said that you grab women by the pussy, so I don't know why you would you ask that you, question. You at least said you could do it. I'm going to talk with uh, Manafort... Paul Manafort. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk. We're going to have some words. We're going to figure out how the hell to take care of these ISIS people. Because, quite frankly, you know, in retrospect, maybe their blowjob tactics aren't so great. Maybe we did something a little bit more tough. So you need your advisor just to make sure that you aren't saying sexually assaulting aggressive things currently right now, especially with the Harvey Weinstein situation. Harvey, excuse, excuse me, excuse me. Harvey is a tremendous guy, a great guy. All I did was touch people. I don't see what's the problem. Yeah. I touch people all the time. I, sh- I can't deal. I can't deal with this. Trump, what do you what do you think about Woody Allen? Woody Allen, you know, he's a little bit too Jewish for my taste, but his movies touch... But Weinstein, is it? No. <laughs> he touches the hearts of millions of Americans with his goofy screwball comedy, which I have a soft spot for. And Harvey, you know, he gave so many women incredible opportunities. And the women! I'm angry at the women. I'm so angry. Shocking. Well, you know, why didn't they speak up earlier? You know, you, you allowed so much... Death and destruction and chaos to happen on your watches. On your watches. Well, who died in this scenario? American uh, hope. <laughs> the American dream is a dead, crippled little bastard child that we need to frankly throw in the fire. Wait. And I will give birth to a new and better child with blonde hair and golden skin and he will be the new American dream. I promise you that. No, I feel like Chris Walken, when he was a young child, was probably like a blonde hair, golden skin type of guy. Oh, sure, yeah. I really liked my hair that way. Uh, you, know, you mentioned Woody Allen. That's all I can think about right now. He just came out with news saying he's releasing a new movie has to do with dating a 15-year-old girl. It was that Filipino one, wasn't it? Uh, it's not like an onion headline. Character. No, this is a real, no. He's, he's really doing this. He's doing a sequel where to his life. He, you know, the question is, where did he come up with that? You know, it's like, how did that guy think of that? Uh, where is he drawn? Well, you know the, the term they use, art imitates complete fiction. That right, never right. It just pulls right. it out of so, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the opposite of whatever. It's probably. wild. That guy's got such an imaginarium at home. You know, he just kind of dreams up these, he's almost these like crazy... A doctor yeah, yeah. He's using these crazy scenarios. <laughs> well, not to generalize, uh, Paulu, you're from Brooklyn, so yeah, is Woody Allen, right. so you true. must know him, right? I mean, we've met. Yeah. yeah. You I, must also date 15 year olds. At one point. At one point life. in my life, I have dated a 15 year old. Oh, okay. Uh, and right. I've also hung out with Woody Allen and Steve Buscemi, who's also from Brooklyn. Wow. Can, um, you, can you somehow 
get them on the speakerphone or something somehow. Yeah, we could probably we could probably dial. Okay, right now. all right. Yeah, I have a phone, so we could do this. We're getting Buscemi on right now. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. We'll see. Uh, oh. I mean, they're probably together, so I'll just call them and I'll see who picks up. Because you're like the three Brooklyn boys, <laughs> and if you're here by yourself, the other two get. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm dialing. Okay. I don't okay. have beep boop beep boop. I don't have to make that noise. It actually. Just, but you do it every yeah, time. I know. I do. I do. It's, it's, uh, all right. It's ringing. Hello, hello, hello. It's, hello? it's Woody Allen. You call, you called me. Hey, Woody. How, how, who? Excuse me. Who is this? It's Pod Lou. How, how? Hi, hi, Lou. How you doing? Honestly, I, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. I've been schwitzing lately a little bit. Oh, oy vey. I, 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 I hear you. You, you, want to, you want to grab a, a bagel and coffee sometime? Yeah, I could do that. Okay. We could like sit in a synagogue and eat it. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's yeah, yeah, yeah. let's uh, let's uh, have uh, some locks on the side too. Would you like right. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And and talk about money and uh, our influence over media. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. And our Zionist agenda. <laughs> I really, I, I I love talking about that stuff with you. I think it's so fantastic. It's, yeah. That's, wait, wait. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Allen, how do you know Pod Lu? What's your relationship well, with him and 15-year-old woman? Well, you know, as you know, I gravitate towards younger people. That's what I do. Uh, so He's a vivacious guy. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, when, when I saw uh, Louie in, in Brooklyn, I said, wow, you know, you, you, got, you just look so young. I, 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 I have to be near you. You know, you just exude this, this youth that and I And he want. has been behind me all the way. Right behind me. Almost to a violent just, point. Just breathing hot and cold on the nape of my neck. And I've That's given, honestly how I would characterize our friendship. I've, I've given him so many so many opportunities, too, you know? like Oh, like what? He's never been in any of your movies, right? Well, I've educated him on so many wonderful things. Yeah, behind you know? the scenes, off camera. Uh, I took him to that STD clinic one time. Oh, that's and true. He, I, I learned that I did not have herpes. It was oh, a very... Yes. It, was, it was such a relief for the both of us. It was really, wow, you know? Well, you're very generous with your time and money. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I get that a lot. He is. I mean, so, you know, the way that we met, obviously, was in Brooklyn. Uh, me and his wife were in a class together um, in high school. You know, we were hanging out after school mm-hmm. that we were both attending uh, because we were the same age. <laughs> Uh, me and his wife, fifteen. Oh, nice. and uh, yeah, she. So this was like a couple years, more than like more than ten years. She was at yeah, PS yeah. thirty four. <laughs> it's a great school, one of the great PS. It's a great school, honestly. Every kid a textbook, you know, and that's something. One textbook per child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's was their one. policy. PS thirty four. Oh, you were saying, Pablo. And he came by uh, uh, after school for the PTA conference. And, uh, you know, we got to talking. I said, I think you're that guy from that thing. Oh, well, Padlu, you're getting a little too excited with this story. Sorry, Usually, Pod Trump is the one that hits stuff. And I've been so silent. I've, t- I've been t- too silent about this. Because you are besmirching. You're tr- I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to besmirch the good name of Woody Allen. you got a great name. Honestly, I, I mean, you think about the great filmmakers of our time. People mm-hmm. like Woody Allen, yeah. Roman Polanski, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the great entertainers. Well, Bill, Cosby. Bill Cosby. I mean, these guys. Like they know. Tobin, oh, R- 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 Kelly, right. James Tobeck. Kelly, yeah. you know, James Tobeck. These guys, they, they just know how to get their hands around a camera. Ben Affleck's one of those. And just Casey Affleck is yeah. amazing. Right. And he's going to be hosting the Oscars. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Well, Casey Affleck is hosting the Oscars. I'm pretty sure he's doing uh, he's something. Delivering. Yeah, I think he's actually delivering the like Women's Achievement Award. Uh, I'm not kidding. Uh, well, he, no. He, what it probably is is because he, he won Best Actor, and the Best Actor the next year gives out the Best Actress. He, yeah, he's doing that. Then. So that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah he's going to nail it's it. It's going to be such a great. But he's going to nail it. You're so right. That's a great way to say it because he is going to nail so much. Going to get that beaver. 
Wait. <laughs> no, the, the Oscar statue is not is like a man, a gold man, not a beaver or pachon. I thought they gave out beaver statues. No, it might be a different award. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe that was for the Razzies. Maybe it was the Razzies. I'm not sure. But, you know, I saw a beaver statue and I thought, Casey, Casey Affleck, he'll, he'll nail that. But these award shows are tough for you now, right? Because they're all politicized. So t- and look at, Sean, look at Sean Spicer. He caved in so quickly. He caved in. Like a poorly designed cave. Like a, like an Afghanistan stronghold cave. He caved in. It was so well, those caves are known for not caving in. That was, you were... It's the opposite of what you're trying yeah, it's to exact get opposite of what I'm trying to say. Like an Afghanistan cave during an earthquake that was caused by Chinese weather experiment machines. You know, that, is, that is the actual plot of the movie The Core. That is, that is the plot of the movie. <laughs> the, the best Hillary Swank movie. Uh, no, you know what it's like, Hot Trump? It's, here's a better analogy for you. It's like, it's like when you tell... Uh, Kush, if you told him to make like a fort, like that children make, you know, out of pillows and stuff. She makes tremendous forts. Honestly, Jared Kushner makes great pillow forts. Hey, okay. hey, so that doesn't hey, work either. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey, Jared. Hey, hi. Kush. Jared, I told you to wait in the limo. What? But I, I heard that you're you're making forts and and caves, and I I want to I want to play. Jared, how's that old Middle East peace thing going? Oh, you know, uh, I, I um I, I talked to uh. What's his name? Farhad and uh, and uh, Moses and they, Moses. Yeah. You spoke with Moses. Yeah, Mo- Moses at the deli downstairs. Oh, not at Mount Sinai. No, no. no. Oh, yeah, M- Mount Sinai. That's his dad. Mount Sinai Hospital. <laughs> the deli outside of Mount Sinai. Hospital. Right. You spoke to Doctor Moses at Mount Sinai Hospital. Is that correct? Well, are they giving the deli workers doctors now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just give them out like candy. Well, well, yeah, I mean, and I got some candy, and then it was a good talk, so, yeah. Coach, let me hold the Snickers. Oh, okay, fine. Jared, listen very carefully. I know you're not the brightest one of the bunch, but I need you to do me a big favor. Daddy needs a big favor. Anything, Dada? <laughs> I need you to fly first class right now, anywhere, anywhere you want. I don't care, just go far away, internationally. Stay at the Burj Khalifa. I'll put you on the top floor. I don't care. Just get out of here. Well, I'll try, but last time they said I need to be this tall to fly, fly this height. Of the, of Just the be careful. Don't upset him. I'll put you in the chest. Wait, punch me in the chest? No, I'll put you in the chest. What chest? I don't have any here. Oh, you know about the chest. I'm going to put you in that dark box. No, no, no. And this time, I won't give you baby wipes. No, no, I, I, I'm better than this. Come and, on. And this time, I will have a smoothie of steak and Trump steak, Trump steak, and mashed potatoes that I will pour down the crevices that you have to lick like an animal, like the animal that you are. Is that what you want? Well, well yeah, I want that, but it's better than the pork lockers. I can't understand what you're saying. I just, I just focus. I just want to be here. I just want to be. You're whining, you're moping. Uh, Jared, I heard that they're actually making you find the missing Malaysian airplane flight. Yeah. That's actually one of your new well, things I you mean, gotta do now. Right? Daddy Daddy put you on an adventure, right? Isn't yeah. That, and that could be so fun. Yeah, I'm chasing after that plane. I actually uh, put it on uh, Google Maps to pin, pin a couple locations. You're gonna be like yeah. those heroes from that show Lost who found all those survivors. Yeah, that show was kind of confusing. They were in purgatory the whole time. Oh, Damon Lindelof, you know, he really dropped the ball after season three. <laughs> 
I think our, our listeners might not, might not be caught up. They're going to get on us for spoilers well, right now. But I'm going to go rewatch that series backwards now. A tremendous, is so tremendous until it, it wasn't tremendous. And, uh, Dada, tuck me in later, okay? I will tuck you in if you do as I say. Okay, bye. Uh, Pod Trump, <laughs> do you not think it's kind of gross how your son-in-law calls you Dada? Well, you know, I don't think it's gross at all. If I got, she calls me daddy, and I think it's yeah, that short. was I, last time he came on, he was calling you daddy, which was I was like, okay, but this now he's getting really big. Well, you know, in a, in a way, I sort of like to be infantilized uh, because my children, <laughs> by pro- well, by proxy, the children talking to me in a childish way makes me revert back to my childhood that I never had. So I'm get I'm vicariously living my childhood through them. People call, talking in baby voices to you makes you feel like a child, is, it, is what you're saying? It makes me feel like a powerful child. Oh. So, so President Trump, uh, I really want to address the elephant in the room. Uh, Pot Trump. Oh, yeah, that elephant back there is starting to stay. I told I told Donald Jr., don't go hunting anymore. The, you know, they're it really on to you. They're really on to you. And I said, don't go hunting. And I want to address the, the, the second most obvious thing in the room. Uh, you know, your Secretary of State recently called you a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, Rex, Rex, I was not happy about him. W- was there any results from that IQ yeah, test? Yeah, how did the IQ test go? I have the results, but we will wait until it is the right time to publicly release them. I think that's, you know. That will be on our podcast, though, right? I, I, certainly. And I, ca- it is. I cannot wait to tell you the results. I'll release them when I release my tax results. Well, you're still under audit, right? That's. I am. This is true. A routine audit. This is very true. Take the whole calendar. Yeah, take actually no, multiple years, 18, eighteen months. Well, yeah, you know, I, I told. I said I have so much. I have so many, so many assets. It's going to take you guys like a million years. Well, we saw that press conference when you brought out all the papers. I, I, I had that a was stack. a lot of papers. I had a stack. Wow. You saw. You saw. What a stack. Jeez. Oh, gee whiz. Wow. What a stack. Do you got to pay taxes on this dead big dead elephant as well? Or you're adding things to, to the ledger here. Well, well, what we're going to do is we're going to... We, I, I'm so glad you asked. We are going to chop up the elephant into be, and the tusks. Obviously, we use for ivory. Hmm. And I was so upset. I, I mentioned this last time. I was so upset when they... Destroyed all that ivory in Central Park. I said, huh. you're throwing away money. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Anyway, we are going to chop up the elephant. The toenails I'll probably I'll keep. I'll make a necklace. I'll give it to Melania. She, she likes that stuff. And yeah, Good job getting the name in one this time. Well, you yeah. know, I told you I'm using the Rosetta Stone. I'm learning a name a day through a new Rosetta Stone program. Wow. <laughs> I've heard of that one. Just for yeah. some back, quick backstory, Pod Louie. He first got uh, hooked up to this technology trying to learn the name uh, M. Night Shyamalan. So how it worked is it was like a Rosetta Stone just saying that name in his head every day. It's It's like that episode of Dexter's Lab when he learned Omelette du Fromage. And then that was a a reference that everyone will be sure to get. (laughs) I got that one. And then, yeah, that's your demographic, (laughs) Podlet. But what happens is then a name gets removed from his brain. So learning Shyamalan removed, I can't remember someone's name. I I think it was someone near Cabinet. Well, I accidentally called Melania Melinda, and she was not happy. Well, that's the other thing. could never remember Melania's name. You got to call her Marla. Oh, right, the ex, the ex. 
The first, the first lady. The XX is some hipster indie band, but it's a good band. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So going back Sex to music. the elephant, right? So yeah, we, the elephant. we will, we will chop them up. We'll make delicious elephant sandwiches. Nobody makes elephant this sandwiches. This is your tax reform plan, right? Yes, okay. and nobody makes elephant sandwiches better than me. I make the best. Hmm. So we're gonna sell them. We're gonna, I'm gonna, you know, how I threw the paper towels. I'm gonna throw them out to audiences, <laughs> and and everyone's gonna go nuts, and they're gonna pay so much money. And we will get this country back on its feet financially. You're going to charge the people after you throw them in the sandwich. Because why are we making money off this? I'm going to use the it's good... It's not a fully fleshed out plan yet, right? <laughs> I was thinking... Yeah, the guy's some slack. What is this? What is this? MSNBC? Quit, quit grilling me. Quit grilling, you know what? Well, that's my job on the show, man. You know, I'm not a The girl master general. When you hire somebody like the mooch... Who just walked into the room, by the oh, way. Oh, I'm so this Oh, he's talking to third right. person. Scaramouche. Uh, this is it. This is it. Five people. Number five. Scaramouche, will you do the fandango? He's the bolts of lightning. Very, very frightening. Galileus. Sophocles. We're still working on that. Anyway, listen, 45. It's me. I'm your guy. I'm here. I'm here to protect you from these fucking liberal goons. You want to ask a question? A pod Trump, you got to go through pod mooch. Pod mooch. Pod Mooch, or Pod Trump, rather, didn't you get rid of this guy like a while ago at this point? What, you know, is he speaking for you again? Well, you know, we don't have to answer that. I don't oh, want sorry, to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm so glad you're here because I didn't want to, and I was about they're to. Gonna, they're going to set you up with these gotcha questions. I hate it. Everything is an aha moment with these guys, these jokers. Nobody takes it seriously. It's got to go through me. <laughs> All right, so a pod so, mooch. Well, let's just restate who's in the room and who, who needs to leave. Well, everyone knows Christopher Walken's right. there napping in the corner. Right. I don't know if Woody Allen's still on speaker. I think he's still. Uh, he's not. He's never been in the room. Though. Woody Allen, great guy. Great guy. Would trust him with my daughter. <laughs> mooch likes Allen. Okay. How old's your daughter, Mooch? Three years old. Uh, well, yeah, not quite uh, Woody's demographic quite yet. A couple years for her. Then who else is here? I'm here. It's been talking a lot. I'm still here, obviously. The Pod president course, yeah. of the beautiful, incredible, resilient, strong, independent, Virgin white Islands. United States. Virgin. I thought Virgin Islands is what you're going to say. Virgin Islands. Well, I'm, I'm speaking with the president of Puerto Rico soon. So, you nailed that. You nailed, sir, I want to say you nailed that fucking pronunciation. Thank you, you so much. Thank Is you. that Rosetta Stone? <laughs> I've been using it. How'd you know? You use it too? You can tell. It's great. It's great. And I have big words. You know I have very, very big words. Oh, I, have, I know. And I have a big brain. You got a vocabulary. I have such vocabulary. I mean, I can't even name all the words you know. <laughs> Pop, we're gonna do it. We don't have enough time. I don't want to ruin this whole podcast. It would, t- it would take, we could, it would take yeah. a lifetime. Yeah, it would take a lifetime. We could do a six thousand part episode on all the words Donald Trump knows. And maybe that's our next maybe podcast that's idea. Maybe, maybe that's, that's it. say goodbye to the apprentice. Say hello to words Donald Trump knows. Yep, that's copyrighted. That's copyrighted. <laughs> Anybody listening, you can't take that. Don't even try it. It's our game show. We'll sue, pat- sue the shit out of you. You know, I'll say like I did with Rosie O'Donnell. I can't wait to sue her fat ass pockets. What a pig. And I listen, I respect women, all right? I respect women. But respect, she is just. I respect the shit out of women. Yeah. yeah. Nobody just, respects. The only person who respects women more than me. Yours Bob truly. Yours truly. Is Todd Trump. Yeah. Uh, and you know, oh. such a pig. I respect. And I love pigs. I love I love Wilbur from Charlotte's Web. A classic great pig. An adorable, beautiful pig. I love the piglet 
from one of the, the little one with the was, bear. Yeah, what about I think he's Bib? gay, but whatever. Yeah, what about too. Big pig in the city. I fucking hate that pig. I'll be oh, honest. I'll be honest. More that more movie is he a liberal yeah, pig? That's why. Yeah, yeah one of those liberal, liberal libtard pigs. You know, and it's ridiculous. It was it's so ridiculous. sad. It was so sad. Is it real liberal? I feel like the farmer in that's not really the year. The farmer is a great, the great America, but the pig, the guy from Six Feet Under, the guy from Six Feet. The show Six Feet. The show Six Feet. It's a great show. I don't know how you heard about it. We're working on a show called oh, Six okay. Feet. Okay, Mooch, are you part of this, Pod Mooch? I mean, I'm a part of everything this president does if he wants me to be. So you know what I'm saying? We're, we're working on a show Six Feet. It's me, Scaramucci, and Bannon probably, and Steve Bannon, Papa and Bear. That's the, what we call him, Papa Bear. The three of us are tied together. And we just have to walk around places. Oh, oh, so six feet. I and we're actually going to get Mnuchin involved because you know he was actually a producer on the Batman Lego movie. That's a fact. You can look that up. <laughs> Mnuchin, <laughs> not Mnuchin, I, the I swear to Christ. I swear, I'm crossing myself right now. <laughs> Steve Mnuchin is a producer the on the poor, Batman Lego. The movie. poor man, John <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> well, that's quite frankly, that's incredible. I didn't know he was involved in that film. Well, unbelievable. No wonder I didn't see it yet. Okay. I'm going to try to get this back onto the Thank you, podcast. Thank you, Pod Drew. Podcast. Yeah. Since Pod Mooch and Pod Trump claim to respect women so much, why don't we get the format of the pod back on track with the five best things? You guys go back and forth until you get five women you, you respect. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it's Woman Crush Wednesday. Uh, and Coulter. Ann Coulter, number That's one, one. The bullet. Ann respect Coulter. that woman. Why well, I would I, I would lay her. on top of her? She could lay on top of me. I mean, you know, what I mean, that's respect. I, I feel like she would break in half if you even a smaller man laid on top of her. She's very slender. I would send her. You know what I would do? I would send her in uh, in better with journalists in the Middle East. I would do that to her, and I would have her get captured and get her head chopped off. To save this country, because I know she would do it. Okay, so promoting so, violence against okay. Angela. If I, I would, I would, you know, I respect women. Okay, you know, someone like Ann Coulter, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make dinner. I'm gonna cook dinner. Make her a nice pasta vajoule. Okay, I'm Italian. I'm, I'm, I'm I am. I don't think she eats much. Like I don't think she, she really eats mooch. I don't she likes to be the mooch. You know what I mean? Hey, that might happen. That oh, might happen. Uh, I'm talking about gobbling up my dick. Oh, right. gobble the gobbledygook. Right. The gobble. Right. What's number two? Who's we just need uh, Tommy Laren. Tommy Laren. Tommy Laren. Who is that now? She a, is a smoking hot piece of conservative ace. And I've grabbed it. I've grabbed it. And let me tell you, it is firm like a turkey. She I got, guess turkeys are kept before you put it in the oven when it's still frozen. Like well, it's frozen. Well, it's actually, actually, it's like the stuffing that you put inside the turkey after you cook it, but not fully cooked. It's like right when it reaches the apex of texture. I'll name a third woman I respect. All right, Mama Trump. Mama Trump. Push this guy out right here. Oh, you're uh, out of Donald Trump's mother. beautiful flaps. Shame this uh, handsome, she's definitely dead. young president. Yeah, I don't know if we. I think we need living women. Mood. I think. Excuse me. My mother's a beautiful, strong, incredible woman. She's alive, though. So. I mean, he, well, maybe. You don't know. Hey, I haven't kept in Guys, guys, what about uh, Jackie right. Kennedy? I mean, if we're talking about the that. JFK files, by the way. Yeah. The JFK. No, we're talking about. Excuse me. Woman. Excuse oh. me. Sorry, sorry. Excuse me. No, pa- pa- excuse what me. Oh. I am doing something so important that you all need to know. I am releasing the JFK files. So the magic bullet 
is a wonderful product. And, you know... We're doing cross-promotion. We're doing cross-promotion. Cross you go right now. That was his idea. UVC that was his idea. Slash 45. And you can buy a Donald Trump blended blender, branded blender, magic That's, it's bullet. A, it's a dung twister. It's a magic bullet blender, okay? And and you, it, it does fruits. It does vegetables. You can put quinoa in it. That's I don't a, know, a combo. know what the hell That's that what is. those little Brooklyn I vegan. It's like a lesbian thing. Yeah. I don't know. Something that lesbians do on their carpets. What am I going to put in it? I'm going to put a nice fresh mozzarella. Some okay. looks. You're going to blend I'm going to put a nice little cannoli in there. I can put it in the magic bullet and blend it right up. And I'll feed it to Jared Kushner through a little slat as he's just trying, you know, he's living in that little chest. Pablo, are you are you able to process all of this? Right Honestly, now? I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Okay. I walked in here. I thought it was going to be, you know, it was amazing. We had the president on the show. I was very excited about that. Yeah. You know, I didn't vote for the guy, but that's all right. But, um, you know, I'm a little lost, I'll be okay. honest. All right. Well, I mean, usually this is how the format of the show goes. Um, <laughs> we, we, we rank which women we respect. We, no, no. I mean, not that part. Okay. But we just, we don't really get back on topic. I, th- I think we were on track the whole time. I think we're right on point. Also, another pre, uh, a little history. Uh, Pat Trump has an affected uh, brain tumor right oh, that's now. True. Yeah, so it's like a cantaloupe now. Yeah. Uh, he says it's benign. Pat Trump's brain tumor is so big and How so big bulbous, is it? Oh, sorry. People think he has two brains. Well, I do. Mm-hmm. The man with two like, brains. Uh, it's like what is it? Giraffes have two hearts. I have two brains. Sure. You heard it here first. Is the cows have five stomachs? Something like that. That's right. Uh, Penguins, oh no, seahorses are have penises and vaginas. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same. If animals can have these things, why can't I have two oh. brains? Yeah, you can. I mean, you, if you count a tumor, Mo- it's a brain. Pop Moose, you wanted to answer that question. The question was, what? Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was just fantasizing about having Donald Trump's very large, larger than average, hyper masculine hands. Wrapped around my mother's shoulders, giving her a massage. Your That's mother. a woman I respect. Well, okay. you know, I have... number four, they almost got all the way there. Yeah, this, you know, this is what's wrong with today's society. We objectify women, and you talk about you, Pod Mooch, and you, Pod Trump, talking about doing things to women instead of just talking about their accomplishments, what they bring to society, and it how. brought me so many climaxes. Oh my god, fucking hey. So much pleasure. Oh, Padnam is losing it again. This this happens frequently. My pleasure palace has been frequented by many women. Is that where R. Kelly goes to? R. Kelly has a voice of an angel. Exactly. Exactly. You guys know it's a man, right? Of course. Of course. Yeah, you can't count that as your number. Angels can be men. You know, that's very narrow-minded of you. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I remember the Victoria <laughs> Secret Angels Men's Edition. Well, you know, I just want to say, you know, you fucking people, you got to get down on your fucking knees, but don't take one knee. That's disrespectful. Two knees. You get down on both knees. What? One knee I'm gonna, disrespectful I'm gonna take one to knee. this country. I'm going to do it right now. You people get on your fucking knees, and you thank Pod Trump for bringing this show ratings. Okay? And uh, rain's machine. They are through the roof. And, uh, you know, wouldn't it be so nice we just throw away the sons of bitches who don't give us the knee? Bend the knee. Well, just like the national anthem, I'm going to go down on one knee and. and oh, you're going to go down. In tribute to. Tim Tebow. Yeah, you go down on one knee. You know what, Panam? I'm going to go down on one knee yeah. while I listen to. Wow. wow. 
our podcast, you know, Trump Takeover podcast on iTunes. I might go down on a knee when I listen to Brooklyn Rebound podcast on iTunes and everywhere else you can find podcasts. I might go down on a knee when I listen to Voices in Your Head podcast on iTunes. I'll tell you, you better not fucking get on a knee when you check out at Trump the Foodie on Instagram. You know what? It's a bunch gonna, of Trump food shit. I think I'm going to get on two knees when I check that Instagram out. Or maybe just one, though. We have a lot of worshippers and people on knees. And, you know, it's so wonderful to see people are so... They have the spirit. We have the spirit. The American spirit is back in full swing. And that's all thanks to Scaramucci. The return, the resurrection of Scaramucci. Get moosed. He's like Jesus Christ. Good. All right. Well, I got nothing else to say other than check out all of our feeds that Padre said. Yeah, yeah I got covered. And also follow Enam Quasi on Twitter. Exactly how it sounds. You figure it out. Uh, and uh, I can plug your Twitter name too. And that does. All right, no, I, I won't need. Well, to. you should actually follow at Podboys. P O D. Oh, let me get Z. Let me get Eric back here real quick, though. Eric, come on in. You think oh, he's just hey. pathetically out in the hallway with his <laughs> yeah, you're saying door? I'm sobbing. I was listening the whole time. I was yeah. listening in. Uh, are you guys doing plugs now? Yeah, we're doing golf. Well, we're, t- we're oh, doing golf. I'm sorry, we get down on one knee. And- yeah. Oh, all right. Well, let me take a knee. Yeah, just follow uh, Stuff From Aaron. I changed it now, so you can't find my, that old thing. Stuff From Aaron on Instagram and Twitter. Or, no, I, I don't know. There's too many shit. Whatever. Just follow Stuff Yeah, so don't do any of it then. Fuck just, it. yeah, fuck it. Don't even bother. And that's it, I think. And uh, Pez Junkie's got a show November 5th. At the pit loft or striker. I'll, I'll find out. I'll find out. Just stay tuned. Sunday at eight thirty. If you're in the city, please come through. Take a knee at the at the pit. Oh, and I want to just uh, give one. I want to just give one more shout out to uh, Mahaki, uh, the guy that makes the dankest memes for helping. Oh, it's uh, a man over there. Yeah, yeah, for helping uh, give us a little sponsorship stuff. Uh, so that's nice. All right. Well, and, uh, oh, Chris Walken is is walking up in the air like in that music video. Maybe we should go with his team. Yeah. All right. Well, we gotta go grab Walken. I'll uh, catch you guys later. Palu, Thanks for, thank you. Uh, Listen. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Bye. All right, catch you guys later. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man.